Welcome to The Truth In His Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today I have the privilege of speaking with model Angie Murphy. Welcome to the podcast. Hey there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, representing what, what Texas, right? Yes. I mean, I don't really know if I can say I'm representing Texas because I'm not technically from here. But say, say more. Say more. I be residing here. Okay, I'm originally from Arizona. I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, in mm-hmm. uh, 1988. Just age dropped there, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was raised in a very small town in northern Arizona called Prescott. Mm-hmm. Or Prescott is um, how out-of-towners refer to it. And then I got out of that hellhole and moved to Austin, Texas is what I did. So here we are, y'all. <laughs> I, I like how there was some twang there. Hey, here we are, yeah, y'all. <laughs> you know, I had to make sure I, I added that in there. I dig it. So, you know, you you were, you were you talked a little bit about it. And I like how I can clearly hear that you got the questions beforehand because you started introducing yourself. So points to you. You This ain't your first rodeo. See? Uh, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Um so, so tell me a little bit more about yourself. Like, what is your background and how'd you get into, um, to, to modeling? Um, oh God, my background is honestly, I oh, primarily have been in like some customer support related industry, right. For the most part, um, barista, bartending, serving, but I have a very artistic side to myself and have known that I was going to be somebody that was going to be heavily tattooed, you know, something like that, express myself in these ways. Yeah. And, um, I was like, you know what, maybe I could like try to tattoo model, but, um, I am a very, or was a very insecure person for a very long time. So it was very difficult for me to believe that I was capable of doing these types of things. And especially in such a very isolated town, like it's small, there's not a lot of people doing much for themselves in that town. Um, So you don't have a lot of like photography or artists or people coming up there for by any means. Um, So I didn't have a lot of networking ability there. And, um, I couldn't really promote myself in a way where I wanted to. So I was like, fuck it. I need to get the fuck out of this hellhole. Um, and I did that and moved out here and I tried a little bit and then I got diagnosed with breast cancer. So I wasn't really able to navigate that the way that I wanted to at that time. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, I, I was kind of going through, um, you know, you check out the stories and you do your prep to get to know people to stalk them a little bit so you can get, come up with questions and things of that nature. And so, so, so tell me, tell me more about like how, like some of the, I guess some of the models or some of the things that you saw that said, you know what, I'm going to get out of here. I want to go somewhere where there actually is potentially an audience and a scene for me. Tell me about like maybe something that you saw or something that really influenced you to say, you know what, I could be a model in this way, in this alternative sort of way. Um, I, I'm not so sure if anything influenced me per se. It was more of the reactions that I would get based off of the way that I looked. Um, because I, it's really weird. I grew up with a mindset where I look in the mirror and I don't see myself as attractive because of the way that I grew up. I had a mother who bullied me from the second that I was able to understand the way that I looked or what overweight is or anything like that. Right. And being a thick white girl is very abnormal, first of all, and especially in a very 
prominent white town, you know? Um, so I was isolated in a sense and bullied because I did not fit that skinny twiggy norm that was really accepted and promoted in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way that that's where it was promoted. So, um, I did not like myself. I didn't feel that I was attractive. I was bullied consistently, not only by my family, but by like people at school. So, um, it's, it took me a really long time to be like, okay, yeah, maybe I could do this. And even then I'm still kind of blossoming into that, but it's really more the reactions. Like people are like, nah, dude, like you got the look, you're very unique, you know, stuff like that, where I was like, okay, well maybe I could really do something like that. And that's kind of where it, it, it like blossomed from, I would say. So even in it, there are still those things where you, you face challenges, right? And, you know, being considered a model in this way or what have you, like, you know, I don't know like what how modeling is looked now because you're in an alternative space. You have all of the tattoos, you got the piercings, as you said, you're a thick white girl, what have you. So <laughs> so so having all of those elements, you that that's something to overcome. So tell me about like that process of overcoming it. Was it something that was internal? Was it just screw it? I know what I, I know what I got. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Everybody else be damned. Tell me about like really overcoming some of those challenges. Yeah, it really. Um, I mean, a lot of that comes from therapy. To be honest with you, um, I am working in EMDR therapy to process a lot of those traumas and the ways that I view myself. Um, but. you know, I don't know. I, I think I hit a point where it's like, am I just going to continue to live my life being ashamed of the way that certain things look based off of a perception that somebody else tells me, or can I like accept that this is how it is and just fucking do it, you know? And, and that's kind of what it came down to. It's like, I'm tired of fucking worrying about what everybody else thinks. Um, Yeah. yeah. And that, and so that that comes with a lot of uh, therapy for sure. And a lot of choices that I was uncomfortable making because I'm a deep empath and a lover and I will stay with you until you leave me. And it gets so toxic that you have no choice but to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and, and that's not good because I've ne- I've never been somebody to be like, this is not what I want anymore. And I'm leaving because I just have been trained to, to let like not leave people, you know, like you don't do those things. And so like, I just came into a place where it's like, I'm not happy in this relationship. I'm not happy with these things going on in my life and I need to make changes and I want to do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Yeah. And, and, when, and when you have that, that period, I would imagine you feel like really free, like, all right, finally, finally, I get to just step into my own when you have that realization and get to do what, like you said, what the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, it's very freeing. It's just um, trying to like now it's like, OK, I'm I'm freed in these senses, but now I want financial freedom. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That that's that's what I'm trying to make these steps to get that financial freedom, because isn't that the goal? Like, that's all we want in this world. And unfortunately, this world doesn't make that easy for many of us. So, yeah, especially in the last like couple of years is like you have people resigning from everything you have just everything feels harder on the backside yeah. of uh of of the pandemic and you know just just different things that have been out there it's just like this should be easier like i thought we were more connected like 
you know, me and you kind of got uh, acquainted through, I think, a mutual person. And I was like, oh, OK, this person seems interesting. That, that has some, you know, artistic sensibilities there. Let's let's check it out. So in that, as you're over there drinking your, is that white wine? Um, <laughs> I, I, I have this question for you. Tell me three fun facts about you. Okay, so fun facts. I actually took voice lessons for 12 years, so I can sing, but I don't ever sing for anybody because I haven't trained my voice in so long. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... You see that right I, there? You see that thumb uh, right yeah, there? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that's a fun fact, I guess. Um, let's see another thing. God, I don't know. I don't I don't know fun facts per se. Um I read tarot cards and I feel like I'm pretty fucking good at it. And I am definitely a clairsentient in the sense that I can sense emotions off of people just through text messages. I can tell when shit's off. I can read people real, real easily. So I don't know if that's a fun fact, but that's no, that absolutely is. I mean, <laughs> as you were saying, like earlier, it was like I was trained not to just leave and so on. And when you're yes. with things, and it's like yeah. you know when something's off early, you're like, oh, I can feel your feelings. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I can feel everything. I can feel when stuff shifts or when people are like, you know, I just. But I think that part of that comes from trauma. Like w- when you have to cater to everybody else's moods and needs when you're a kid, you mm. kind of adapt that as you get older. So it, you know, it's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing, I think. And I think it's something to learn from. It learns to better navigate with people, especially when I think a lot of things are collaborations. A lot of things are you're working with people. So like I would imagine there have been opportunities to do like projects like photo shoots and things of that nature. Right. So yeah, in that, you know, you can kind of tell like, all right, the photographer's having a bad day or I don't know if this is going to go well. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, when you're, or even in the work field, like where I work, Mm -hmm. um, we can tell when people are stressed in our work environment. And then that like comes back on us for sure. And we're like, uh, nah, we immediately were like, all right, let's go get a fucking bottle y'all. Like, let's do something here. Cause we're going to have a hard day. This is going to be a rough one. I don't know how we're going to, damn, it's only eight o'clock shit what are yeah, we gonna do here exactly we all have our like separate little like slack channels where we're like talking shit and like sending gifts and like you know like we're hilarious i think we're hilarious it, that, i mean that's what the day job is about. the day job is really an opportunity to work on bits it's like look i got here's this meme i want to send you what you think of this meme it's like exactly <laughs> yeah let me let me let me just work on my my emoji skills here today y'all well, you know what? There might be a question about emojis in a few minutes about you. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you brought it. it up, so you're going to get it. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll take t- it. Describe your um, dream photo shoot, like anything, right? Location, what's involved, the theme, things of that nature. Give me that dream photo shoot. Oh, gosh. I would love, love to be able to be in like Bali in a temple. I yeah. would love it. Or just, you know, somewhere tropical, somewhere foresty like green i really love green i feel like oceans are too fucking like typical you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i love the ocean i love the beach but for me personally i would need like some art in the background something like something like that but yeah bali is definitely like the dream destination for sure yeah even even get more granular what kind of what color hair are you going with because i I imagine you always be pink okay like i it's like in the shades of red or pink i try to go like with the 
colors that are like my skin tone and it's more of a pink skin tone. So mm-hmm. I try to feed off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Mm-hmm. So I want, I want to go back into this one. I got a couple more questions for you before I get to those rapid fire ones. And those rapid yeah, fire sure, ones. Let's do it. Let's those do rapid it. fire <laughs> ones are so mean. Any any goodwill that I create, any friendship <laughs> that we're creating here, I piss it all away. Just it's so gonna you know. be tested. Okay. Yes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> So, so tell me about perception, right? Since you're, you, you, what would you call it again? A Claire what? Claire sentient. Claire sentient. So, yeah. tell me about perception. Like, uh, does going into a project or anything that you're going to do, whether you need, even if it's the day job, right? Going yeah. into anything, it does if you go into it optimistically, does that affect the end result in your opinion? Or if you go into it negatively, does that have bearing on the the end result? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think anytime you go into something with a positive outlook, I think that that's going to really navigate that experience for you in a positive way. You're going to look at things in a more positive aspect. Whereas if you're dealing with anything in a negative aspect, you're definitely coming in with an attitude where you don't fucking want to do this. I don't fucking want to be here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm clocking out. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, I don't want to, like, I'm already struggling with that already in my day job. Like, I don't want to be doing that in photo shoots too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, your attitude affects everything. And trying, I swear to God, I try to find the positivity in everything every day. But sometimes shit can just overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you reset? When you see that a day is going bad, going left, how do you correct it? Do you correct it midstream or do you kind of just let the day process and then you reflect at the end of the day? That, that's something that's very interesting. I think that we don't have a lot of time to reflect. So I really want to uh, into that, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you're always able to reflect in the moment and change because if things have already started bad and things continue to be bad throughout the day, it's very hard to navigate away from a, uh, a negative feeling, you mm-hmm. know? So I would say that most of the time I definitely like, refresh at the end of the day. A lot of that, I, I take that energy and I put it into the gym. Um, oftentimes, cause I, I usually lift about an hour after I get off. Um, and that helps me a lot. Sometimes taking a bath late at night, mm-hmm. but honestly, I just get fucking high. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't deal with all of y'all and your fucking issues. Why are you so negative? You know, like that's <laughs> I like the hand motion with it too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, let me just like just shut that shit up there. <laughs> yeah. So I got two two more questions. Um, yeah. I, I think by and large, the modeling industry can cause women to compare and contrast themselves from others. How do you avoid that when it's like, okay, there's another thick white girl with tattoos. Like, how am I different? Or you know what? My tattoos are better than hers or whatever the comparison is or contrast. How do you, how do you avoid that? Um, I try really, really, honestly, I just don't look at other girls' pages. Yeah, because I am a comparative person and the way that I grew up, I I was told to be that way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very hard to not compare yourself. And especially like if you're single and like you're talking to a dude and he's like following every fucking IG model out there, you're like, how do you not compare yourself? You know, like it's very difficult because... I hate to say it, but we're a dime a dozen. And how do you separate yourself differently from the other girls that look like you? You know, um, I think authenticity, mm-hmm. you have to be authentic. Like stop trying to navigate your page and your the way that you look to accommodate what is popular. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
and I, that's very difficult for me because I'm trying to be my my authentic self, but then also still try to grow my image. And how do I do that without also fitting in to some degree? And I feel like fitting in, you know, equals, f- you know, falling into what everybody else is doing, like the trend. Yeah, and it's hard to like avoid that. And and I think the the thing that you touched on of like I just don't look at anything else. That's the only way to really avoid it. Um yeah. because it happens by proxy. It's just like, oh well, this is what they're doing, or this is what everyone is wearing, yeah. or whatever. These are the filters that people are using, or this is the song, especially how social media is broken down. Oh my you God. just have the same songs playing, and it's like, all right, there's only so much twerking that I can do to this song. I know, I know. <laughs> like that's how I feel too. I'm like God, don't you people get tired of seeing my ass? Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, even I get tired of seeing my ass. I'm like, all right, this is enough ass, Andy. Like, we got it. They get it. They get it. You got it. We understand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah, no, you're right. It, it's... I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know how to stand out. I'm trying to find a niche that makes it to where I'm a little bit different than everybody else doing OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to be a girl in this industry and be selling something that anybody else hasn't already sold. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think we, we try to operate off of like, even in this podcast space, right. Where, Every person possibly during the pandemic is like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. It's like, you're not going to do a good one, I assure you. It's going to be bad. It's going to be whack. Yeah. And, you know, I get personally offended. My ego just gets in. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? This is for me, not for you. And, you know, I, I think naturally people do this comparison thing. So I think you really keyed in on the main point that, you know, we try to do this. We try to pit people against each other, and it's a very binary sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, well, you do this, so you must be, you must have issues with this person, or you must have yeah. issues with that person. And well, this is just like this. And it's like, you're not looking at the differences, and you just make it harder, you know? Exactly. I'm. It's really hard because the girls can be very judgmental themselves, you know? And there are specific girls who, um, you know, won't share me because of the way that I look or because of, for whatever reason, my videos get reported more because of my tattoos probably and people Mm -hmm. being offended based off of the way that I look over other girls who are doing the same exact thing, if not more, you know, showing more, but they don't get reported. So there's definitely a biasness here. It's very difficult to um, not compare and not feel some type of way when other things are going for other people and not for yourself. Um, But I just try not to like get too into it because I can fall down that hole and it can put me into a place where I don't want to be. And so I just like, yeah, you know, I'm like, um, just try to navigate it and find my niche. I would love to do like cosplay, but, um, you should do cosplay. That'd be really good. Yeah. Cosplay's fucking expensive though. You know, like you got to get all this shit. It's expensive. So I'm just, um, right now with like going through a a breakup and trying to navigate different, um, financial stuff. And I'm just trying to find my common ground. So I know where I can invest and what I can do for myself to bring my brand up. I think a dope power girl would work for you, like a tatted up power girl. That'd be fire. Yeah, something <laughs> crazy. I was thinking about doing Lilu from The Fifth Element first because that's my favorite movie. Really? <laughs> the Fifth Element is my okay, favorite. Okay, I'm doing a review of that movie soon, so you might have to check that out. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. The Fifth Element's been my favorite movie for years. I can't even like. That's a good one. A lot of colors in that movie, too. Yes, exactly. And um, Chris Tucker did amazing. Fucking yes. amazing. Um, well, this, this is a question I'm sure you've gotten a lot, but I'm, I'm going to ask it maybe slightly different. What are what are some of the influences um, consistently within your tattoos? I think I see Japanese influence. I see a, a few different things in there, and, and, yeah. and observing what are what are some of those those influences in the tattoo work that you have done. So, I mean, most all of my work is traditional work, um, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of like the where I started. I started with traditional work, and I was like, "Fuck it, I guess that's going to be my theme for the most part." But as far as like the meaning behind them, is that kind of where you're going with that or? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I did a lot of reading was my escape from my reality when sure. I was growing up. So I like, um, basically learning about all sorts of different things. And I was really intrigued by religion and how we all, have different perceptions of these ideas of religion. And so some of those things really stuck with me during different periods of my life when I was having very difficult times. And so I got tattoos kind of during those time periods. And so um, my chest piece is actually a memorial for my father who passed from brain cancer. And um, my stomach, before I had my reconstructive surgery, it was Morticia and um, Gomez Adams. And it said, keep me above ground. Because, like, their love is an epic love. (laughs) It's, like, the best love. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I will always, always try to be that, you know, always. And then um, my back piece is Kali, Kali Ma. And she is an amazing goddess. She is the goddess of destruction, but the feminine of rebirth of the new. And I had definitely, that was kind of like my big piece before moving to Austin because of all the the things that I had been through at that period of time. Sure. So, Yeah. Yeah, thank you for taking us through your your tattoos. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I sorry if that was a little too much, but yeah. No, no. I mean, it's 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 what you know get gets it's what help get you to where you're at right now. It's part of who you are. So yeah, it's all valid. Okay, yeah. so l- lastly, in these real questions, and I already told you what's going to happen. Uh, okay, I'm gonna light up this joint then. Let, let's go. All right, spin okay. it. Um, what do you like most about performing? Like, what do you enjoy most about performing? Um, specifically in this field that I like, I can be myself. I've, I'm a Gemini, so I'm naturally sexual. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we are just born fine. All right. Like, uh, shout out to my Geminis. But shout out to the modesty there. Appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> we just sexual as fuck. And I um, always suppress that. I had a lot of suppression of that for a long time. And, or I was always catering to men in my sexuality, like it, it, for most of my life. And then OnlyFans was kind of like my sexual revolution. Mm. Like I'm tired of letting y'all control what I should be insecure about. And that's men and women. Cause trust me when I say that women come up to me constantly and talk shit to me, thinking I have my body done when I had reconstructive surgery through breast cancer. So there's a lot of judgment, you know what I'm saying? And I was just kind of like, you know what? Y'all going to sexualize me anyway. So fuck all y'all. I'm going to go ahead and just do it. 
And that's what I did. And so that for me is like, that was like, you know what? Go me and my revolution. So that's why. Yeah. Angie with the freedom. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 no, you don't look. You you look like you're just a lifter. Like you look like you're just like you have. Hey, what did they say? You got you got jiggles in in the best <laughs> possible way. Because when you see it, it's like that's a little too smooth. That's not real. And it's like. Mm. Goes this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but there is a lot of people who still think it's fake. There's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, you got ass shots," and I'm like, "Do first of all, I'm just trying to afford my medical bills. Like, who thinks that I have it? Like, I like, I don't have this just sitting on the side as a server to go get ass shots. No offense, like, no offense, but I just don't. <laughs> like, I watch. She's got to have it, and I saw yeah, some interesting things just, that happened. <laughs> it, yeah, and and. You know, where you live, you're more culturally influenced, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, granted, social media has made it more accessible for us to be culturally influenced. But living in Prescott, Arizona, like, there, that was not a thing. You know, people were not really doing the the body modifications. There wasn't competition to yeah. be seen like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it wasn't so influenced to be that way. And so I didn't really ever experience that too much until the social media world. And now right. it's like all of a sudden everybody thinks you got your body done because you look this way. And I'm like, yeah, no, bro. <laughs> I've, been, I've been cultivating this. <laughs> I enjoy yeah. cornbread. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I just eat food. That's what I do. And lift, lift weights. You're same life, same life. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so now it's time for rapid fire. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. I think yeah, I hit think that, that joint again. Hit that joint okay, again. Yo. Get yourself ready. <laughs> let me get this shit ready okay okay wait, wait, wait let me take a drink okay wait this is great mm-hmm. you gotta get prepped i love it <laughs> okay we got this let's go all, all right. right favorite book what is your favorite book um she's come undone by wally lamb what's your favorite movie and i think you already answered this the fifth element okay you're consistent um what are your three favorite exercises? You mentioned that you're a lifter. So what are your three favorite exercises? Um, deadlifts is my favorite. Obviously. Love deadlifts. Yeah. Um, sumo squats. And I would say rows, probably back rows are my favorite too. All mm-hmm. I do is bicep curls. That's all I do. Everything else oh, is useless. Just body. No, I do more today. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Let's get in the gym then. Let me show you. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, okay. This is a good one. This always trips people up. Uh, okay. what is the first letter of your favorite curse word? F. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. I've been listening yeah. to you. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> All right. This is the last question I have. Um, describe yourself in three emojis. Cause that's what we're doing right now. It's emojis. It's emojis all day, every day. So three emojis that describe Angie. Okay, so it's definitely going to be the peach, right? Of course, right? Okay. And then I feel like that face that's just like a, a line for a mouth and a line for the eyes. <laughs> that's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like how I'm, and then the, the one with the little hearts surrounding it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You use that one a lot. That sounds great. Yeah, I do use that one a lot, so... So there you have it. Um, I want to, um, one, thank you for being on this podcast. This has been fun. Of course. This was a blast. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. And two, I want to invite you to tell the fine folks where to um, check you out, your IG and that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So my IG is first rate soul. And then, um, I mean, I have an OnlyFans and stuff, but you can find it on my IG if that's where you want to go. So we don't have to promote all that. (laughs) 
So there you have it, folks. Um, I want to thank Angie Murphy again for coming on to the podcast and um, saying that there is art, performance, all of that good stuff in and around your city. Uh, you just got to look for it. Yeah.